People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle. The name of today's episode is Toxic Relationships. I'm really excited to do this episode because I feel like I have a lot to say about this. I was really hyped yesterday because the Bobby Brown story came on. Part one did. And I thought that a lot of that would contribute to today's content. But I didn't feel like a lot was really displayed as far as the toxic traits in his relationship. I don't think that was really displayed in part one. But I still feel like I know a lot about Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston and all that stuff. Just from, you know, growing up and watching interviews and being fans of them and stuff. So I feel like I'll add a little bit in about that. But I will say... Before I even jump into all of that, I'm not going to lie. I'm 28, so I don't know all of the ins and outs of the Bobby Brown story, but I was surprised, just like other people were surprised yesterday. I had no idea that he used to be fucking Janet Jackson and he was a side nigga. Like, that really threw me for a loop. Um, Janet did hit a lot in her career. You know, they claim she hid a whole baby. She hid a lot of marriages and relationships. She hid that she was fucking with Bobby Brown, getting them brains banged out. And that sex scene was fire. Like, whoo. That, what's his name? Woody? Woody McClain? He cute. He cute as hell. And that, that looked real real to me. But I'm not even gonna lie. Back in the day, I would have fucked with Bobby Brown. And I, I want y'all to put some respect on that man's name. I'm glad he's getting his flowers while he's still alive because Bobby Brown was the king of R&B. And he was the man back in the day. So don't get it twisted. Like, I can, I can understand why he was fucking two icons, two legends, Janet Jackson and Whitney Houston. That's crazy. But the fact that he was a side nigga, though, that, he was, that was crazy. That was really crazy. And then they supposedly they edited out when he threw Janet Jackson out the hotel room. Janet wasn't having that. Um, I've seen a lot of people going in on Janet because supposedly she made Tupac get a HIV test or some type of STD test uh, before she kissed him in Poetic Justice. And niggas was like, oh, but you had fucking Bobby Brown uh, smashing your shit like smithereens. I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I'll get back into that story in a minute. But another thing that really made me think about toxic relationships and toxic traits um, in relationships, it, it's a fictional relationship, but it's real shit because I know a lot of people in relationships like that. Ghost and Angela on power. Is that or is that not a toxic relationship? It is, yes. It's at the top of the fucking food chain for toxic relationships. Like, when the universe keeps showing you that you are not supposed to be with a person, listen to those signs. Believe them. Accept them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how many times you got to be bumped in the fucking head to realize, like, 
dang, I really don't belong with this person. Um, now, toxic relationships can include infidelity, domestic violence, drug abuse, emotional and verbal abuse. Like, those are just a couple of things to start off with. Now, me personally, I've never been in a toxic relationship. Pause. Let me think. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've dealt with toxic people, but I don't really think I've been in a... I ain't never been in nothing as serious as, like, the stuff that I've seen or, you know, or relationships like Bobby and we. I've never been in nothing like that. But I have dealt with people who, like, I just know that I probably shouldn't deal with. Um, So I want to discuss the different signs of being in bad relationships or addicted to bad relationships and talk about how to break the cycle. And like I said, I've never, I don't think I've ever really personally experienced it, but... I know many people around me that have been in toxic relationships and like, yeah, I've never been in a situation as bad as the people that I've seen in these type of situations. So, um, I think I kind of talked about this yesterday about being able to see stuff on the outside looking in is, it's easier to see things from that point of view. You know what I'm saying? When you're actually in a situation when you're in love, it's hard to see the signs. You know what I'm saying? And it may take a while to really see that, damn, I'm in a bad situation. I'm in a bad relationship. Especially when you aren't ready to admit it to yourself. And I think that's that's the first step. Um, is to recognize the signs and stop being in denial. And just really acknowledge the fact like, I'm in a fucked up situation and this needs to change. Um... I think that relationship addiction is no different from any other type of addiction. So drug addiction, alcohol addiction, whatever type of addiction. An addiction is an addiction. And that shit is hard. It's hard to get out of it. It's a hard habit to break. Like addiction is a serious disease. It's a serious condition. Um, And it's harmful. You know what I'm saying? It's harmful to people. It's harmful to their lives. It's harmful to the people around them. And it can really just break a person all the way down. Um, It's not good to be in these type of situations. Obviously, it's not healthy. And you have to realize that you deserve better. And that's I think that's the the sad part about it especially like when it's like a friend or somebody that you see that's in a really bad relationship and it's like no matter what you tell them it's like they I feel like they stay in it because they think that they don't they don't understand their worth and their value and they don't think that they deserve more deserve better it's hard to try to explain that to somebody when they don't feel you know feel any value within themselves or whatever um and it's sad to just see people that you love or care about get mistreated and just you know to take that type of treatment time and time again and it's a really bad and hard cycle to break free from um and maybe some of y'all have been in this situation maybe y'all have experienced this struggle and know that it's definitely not easy um it's definitely not easy at all. I'm not. It's way easier to say, oh, you know, you should get out of that situation. But, you know, it's easier said than done. 
Um, I think when people get in these bad relationships, they definitely lose sight of who they are and the things that they stand for. Or maybe they never even... were aware of who they were never felt like they knew who they were at all you know what I'm saying a lot of uh guys I'll say guys because most times it's girls that are women that are being mistreated or are you know get the the short end of the stick in this situation usually women are with guys that are you know narcissists or like to be have like a strong sense of authority or power over somebody and the women that are in those situations usually have low self-esteem or low confidence and dealing with people like that your confidence just becomes more and more shot after each relationship after each situation that happens between y'all and it can just really break a person down and I just don't I've never really understand that with guys like that just to me it just shows how much of a weak ass nigga you are to feel like oh i gotta try to really have power over somebody that's weaker than me or the niggas that put their hands on women and like you're really a fucking coward go put your hands on a fucking man you know just stuff like that like it just really shows how awful of a person is just to like treat anybody like that and i was talking about that on another episode i think last week i forgot what episode that was but i was just talking about like i just don't understand how people could just mistreat people and disrespect people like that i'm just not cut like that i'm just not that type of person so i just really don't understand it um like i said before i really believe in karma so i just don't deal with that type of stuff um And just because you date one bad person, that doesn't mean that you're addicted to bad relationships, but you definitely have to be wise uh, when choosing a partner and, you know, the certain type of people that you deal with. But if you are constantly in relationships that are the same, that are detrimental to your physical health, your emotional well-being your spiritual well-being then obviously you're gonna start to notice that there's a pattern there and you obviously seek out the same type of people um maybe not even purposely but you know you have a type um and those are the type of people that you go after um it's easy to get caught up in bad relationships especially if you are If you have those same patterns and you kind of keep dating the same type of people, but sometimes people feel like they need to be validated by other people or, you know what I'm saying? They, they need to validate like the false perception that they have of themselves and like women with like low self-esteem or that are down on themselves or believe that they are unlovable or not worthy or they feel like I'm dumb or I don't deserve nothing they're gonna date dog ass niggas that are gonna confirm those things you know what I'm saying um even if they aren't true but if that's what you believe about and that's the thing like it's important to know your self-worth and value and you have to believe that you know you're worthy of Whatever it is of a good man or being in a in a relationship where you're respected or whatever. If you don't believe in yourself and if you are down on yourself and you don't believe that you are this great person, 
other people are going to notice that. Other people are going to treat you how you treat yourself. So if you feel like you're not shit, why would the next person treat you like you are? You have to know, you know, your worth and your value in order for others to see that as well. And you set the standard for how people treat you. So if you got the bar low to the fucking ground, then people is going to treat you like a fucking welcome mat and walk right on over you. Um, if you are not able to find emotional support from your significant other, that's a problem. You should always be able to turn to your significant other for emotional support. Any type of support from your partner is, you know, you're supposed to have. Um, and that's a part of being in a healthy relationship is being able to have somebody that you know, is there to support you emotionally, that's there to be a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on, a person to listen to, a person that's going to pay attention to you and understand you at all times, the person that's going to be there for you through your highs and through your lows. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Just be that support that you need. Like, you need that. People in toxic relationships have partners that actually bring down their self-esteem. And I've seen, oh man, <laughs> so I've seen so many women around me in these types of situations. Um, and it's kind of like, why would you even want to be with a person who doesn't... Um, uplift you you know what I'm saying why do you want to be with a person that brings you down or you know what I'm saying or just keeps you down um why would you want to be with a person that makes you question your self-worth but I don't know like I said when you don't have when you don't value yourself then you kind of just accept any type of treatment and people gonna treat you like shit um but sometimes that stems from like daddy issues or not really having a man that loved you in your life when you was young so you just kind of just searching for love anywhere any attention that it's yeah that is just it's definitely it's usually like a daddy issue because you've never had that love and attention from a man. So you kind of just search for it anywhere. So any nigga that's willing to give you just a little bit of attention. But just treat you however. They cling to that. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's really sad to see. Like I've seen people in relationships that where they're being physically abused emotionally abused and it's just like and it and it usually be the most prettiest girls too it'd be so crazy like you are a beautiful girl you know they usually have nice personalities it's like why why would you accept that from anybody why do you even believe that like maybe they never had somebody to tell them you know good things about themselves so that they could believe and so that they can know that like you know I deserve a good man I'm a good person whatever so when you got people that just disrespect you and mistreat you you know 
it sticks with you. But I think that it definitely starts when you're young. Like, you got to think about it. When you're a child, if you feed a child bad things, like bad thoughts about themselves and all that, they're going to take that in and they're going they're going to soak it up like a sponge and they're going to believe it and it's going to you know it's going to stick with them forever whatever you're taught as a child is going to stick with you just like how some kids are like brought up to be racist as children because that's something that they were taught that's not something that you just you know that's just not how you're born you're taught to be racist you're taught to feel less than or you're taught to feel like you a queen or a king and that's why it's important to really uplift your kids and put good things into them and into their minds so that when they grow up they have that that mindset um if your significant other is a person that kind of like ghost you or just go missing for you know a significant amount of time for no reason and you can't seem to get in touch with them and just don't have a reason to be gone or whatever um that could be a troubling ex- uh like experience for you and it's definitely something to be concerned about uh and sometimes women deal with this like See, that's the thing. Like, with me, if I'm in a relationship, you can't just ghost me or go missing and just, and I'm going to just be cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but niggas do do that to women. Just, you know, tell them whatever. Just be like, or I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they do tell them whatever. Sometimes they don't. And it's just like, you just got to deal with it. Like, this is what I do. I come when I come. I go when I go. And, you know, some people accept that but that's that's definitely not a good sign in a relationship um another thing when dealing with like toxic relationships is like dating people that like really test your morals and your values um so people that are involved with like illegal activity unethical things or just do things that you're against or don't believe in that that could be toxic in a relationship and uh if that's the type of behavior that you don't want to deal with then you definitely need to find a way to break the habit of dealing with those type of people you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna be in a relationship or deal with somebody who doesn't have the same values or morals as me and that you know that could be a serious problem in a relationship um lying is definitely a part of being in a toxic relationship or it could be a toxic trait in a relationship whether man i can't deal with somebody that lies about little shit so if you do tell little white lies, I can only imagine what you would lie about for some big shit. You know what I'm saying? This is definitely a red flag. It's definitely a warning sign. Um, and it it causes a lack of, like, trustworthiness in your relationship. I don't want to be with somebody that I can't trust. I don't want to be with somebody that's going to lie to me. It's, it's going to be very hard to be in a relationship with a person like that um 
big li- and big lies are the worst. You know what I'm saying? Big lies like cheating or trying to cover up cheating or stealing or harming people or whatever. Just situations like, I don't know, having a baby on somebody or whatever. Um, and once you get in a situation where somebody is constantly lying to you and you constantly are taking them back, it just kind of becomes the norm. You know what I'm saying? And now you've set yourself up to be, you know, lied to just time and time again. Um, And then it gets to a point where, like, you have to start lying for your significant other just so that they can still look good to others. And that's something that you're probably really ashamed of. Like, damn, my nigga didn't have a baby on me, but I'm over here lying just to make it look good to other people or whatever. And speaking of the whole baby situation and stuff, so yesterday um, when I was watching the Bobby Brown movie, let me see because I wrote something down about this. Um, so Bobby Brown had, first of all, he had had a kid when he was like 16 and then I guess he had another kid later on too. Um, but when he was, you know, trying to kick it to Whitney Houston, he had a show in London. So they all backstage VIP, whatever he kicking it with her. And one of his baby mamas had came and bust in and stuff. And she was all, you know, trying to be like, yeah, did you know that he got two kids and blah, blah, blah. She was like, yeah, you know, I know or whatever. You know, he got a beautiful family. She like, yeah, well, this is my baby and this is the uh, baby by the other baby mama, blah, blah. Just trying to make her mad or whatever. So then um, him and Whitney had ended up getting together and they were actually engaged at this point. And one time he had went back and had stayed the night with his baby mama and he had fucked her, fucked around and got the baby mama pregnant. So then Whitney Houston found out that she was pregnant and then, you know, he had to tell her, like, my baby mama pregnant. So she was mad as fuck, of course. She asked him, like, how did this happen? He talked about some, I don't know. Like, nigga, you know how the fuck it happened. There you go with that lying shit. You ain't got to lie, Craig. So... Um, yeah, basically, like, ghetto twins, but Whitney Houston had ended up losing her baby, and then they had got pregnant again, and then she had Bobby Christina, but, yeah, niggas will lie, they will disrespect you, they will mistreat you. Another story like that, um, uh, the Michelle A, uh, little biopic or whatever, that was a good one, and Dr. Dre had all them kids, and he was having babies on her, and it's just, that was another toxic relationship. It was a lot of infidelity in that a lot of physical abuse a lot of verbal that was a really good story if y'all haven't seen that movie y'all should definitely try to look that up and watch it that was that was another good one um so if you're in these toxic relationships or are dealing with people with these toxic traits you you start to realize that the people that you are dealing with or the people that you are picking to date and be in relationships these are people that actually make you feel more sad then you feel happy they make you and that's the thing like if you're in a situation where you like dang my relationship is fucked up maybe you need to take the time and really write shit out like what are the pros and what are the cons of me being in this relationship if the bad outweighs the good then you obviously should not be in that relationship and that's one thing that you definitely have to look at are the good times better and more than the bad times or is it the other way around 
And is it even worth it to deal with that type of stuff? Um, so that's something that you should really look at. Um, maybe you've never really experienced like true compromise in a relationship. So I know that one thing that I have a problem with is that I am a people pleaser. It is very hard for me to tell people no. And I always, I feel like I always go above and beyond for people. And I just, I have a really hard time telling people no. And so I think that could be a part of being in a toxic relationship or dealing with toxic traits. It's like, if you're the only one that's always going out your way to please your significant other, and especially if you don't expect nothing in return and they kind of just treat you however, it's like, this should be like a 50-50 street. You know what I'm saying? And like I said yesterday, the same things that I am giving, if I'm giving 100%, then I expect that as well. I shouldn't be doing more than you're doing. I want to have whatever it is that I'm giving. I feel like that should be reciprocated. And um, you should definitely always deal with people who can at least meet you halfway. And relationships are definitely about compromise, um, and that's just, I think that's another important factor. Um, most of the people that I know that have been in toxic relationships, like I've been talking about, have experienced some type of emotional or physical abuse in relationships and abuse, whether it's physical or emotional, that's nothing to take lightly. Like that is very serious. I think, well, Obvious. Well, I don't know. I was going to say that physical abuse is worse than, like, verbal abuse or emotional abuse. But they're both, they're both very bad. Like, that can really, that shit can really break a person down. And it, like, that changes people. And it's hard to come back from that. Um, and it should never be something that you accept. And that's why it's important, like, when I'm talking about, like, really building the child up and, you know, telling kids when they're young that they kings and queens and that they should be respected. And, you know what I'm saying? You have to teach your kids that because if not, if they, if you got a grown-ass motherfucker out here that just ends up in a bad relationship and just like, oh, I guess this is, lo-. like, with the Michelle A movie, she, um, I don't know if her mom was used to get beat to or not, um, I don't know. I I want to say like she had saw her mom getting physically abused, but if not, she had got in relationships where you know she was being physically abused, and she thought that that was love. She thought when a nigga was hitting her, she thought that meant that he loved her. Cause of course, what do niggas do when they hit you? Oh, they turn around and say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it," or you know. I'm just protective over you or they'll just tell you anything to make you feel like, oh, you know, I love you or whatever. So she, in the movie, she was saying like that was what she was used to and, you know, whatever. Um, and so, you know, I've never, well, I somebody has put their hands on me before, but I've never been like in a, in a physically abusive relationship, like, not like how most people have. Well, I don't want to say like most people, but you know what I'm saying? People that are in those situations, like for real, I've never been in a situation like that. 
Um, and it's definitely hard to make it out. It's very hard. Like, people be scared to leave. Another uh, ex- example of a, a toxic relationship was... Um, Damn, <laughs> what's love got to do with it? Uh, anime, Tina Turner and Ike Turner, abusive relationship, infidelity, drugs, all like that shit. I would never want to be in a relationship like that ever. And it's very hard to make it out. You got to be brave. You got to be strong. And I just think that... Um, I think the way to really get out of a situation like that, as with anything else in life, if you want anything in your life to change, you have to change your mindset. And you got to put the motherfucking battery in your back and just be like, you know, I'm going to take the necessary steps to make this change. But it definitely starts with the mindset. Um, Now, I guess that would be the start of how you could break the cycle um it's like I said earlier it's very important to you gotta stop being in denial that's one and you gotta acknowledge the fact that there is a problem if you are with somebody that is mistreating you whether it's physical or verbal emotional whatever you have to cut ties with that person. And I know it's going to sound crazy, but I feel like the only way that you would be able to do that is just to go cold turkey, as if with anything. Like, you can't just, oh, I'm going to slowly but surely. Like, no, you just got to get up and leave that motherfucker, period. Um, Like I said, it's obviously easier said than done, but you got to realize how much happier you are going to be in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Is it worth it to stay in this situation? Absolutely not. Um, and once you get out of it, you'll feel really good about yourself and you'll be happy that you were strong enough to even make the move. Um, you definitely got to have some some good people around you. You got to have a strong support system. Hopefully you got like family or friends that you could talk to. Um, but it's just... I don't know, because I think I said this earlier in the episode, too. Like, when the universe just keeps showing you over and over that you're not supposed to be with somebody, you you got to accept that for what it is. Um, like, one girl that I know, she was in a situation where her baby daddy was, uh, he used to always cheat on her. She would always catch him. She would always go through his phone. She would look in his DM. Or he wasn't, it wasn't even his own Instagram DM. Like, he would be on his friend's page DMing bitches and stuff. But she would always catch him. And then that's another thing. Like, if I got to go through your phone, if I got to go to the extent of downloading an app to come up with a fake number, to read your text message, just do all that extra shit, like... I I definitely have already lost, so I just need to go ahead and move on. But she used to catch him and stuff like that. He used to be physically abusive to her, and I'm and they had a kid together too. And it's just like that's crazy. But then he will always turn around and apologize and say how much he needed her and how much he loved her. And then he will always down talk her and tell her how like she ain't shit, how she ain't gonna be shit, and how she could never fuck with a nigga or 
what did he tell her? Like, he was like not even a nigga of her caliber. She'll never be able to fuck with a nigga of his caliber ever again. It's like, nigga, what is your caliber? Because you're trash. You are fucking trash. Um, But yeah, it's just sad to see people in those type of situations. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you know that a person deserves better. And, um, but another thing that I talked about earlier again was just like the pattern. So she was with that dude for some years. And then I had found out that she had finally got out of that situation just to turn around and be in a damn near even worse situation, (laughs) but still dealing with the same shit. So people kind of leech on to, you know, what they used to and if, they don't have that sense of self-worth and that self-respect or, you know, whatever for themselves. They're going to continue to be in toxic situations and toxic relationships. Um, and back to Ghost and Angela, like, I, I just don't understand it. I knew they was going to still be fucking around all the way up until now, but it's just like, I, I just really don't understand it. Fucking with this person has fucked up your whole marriage you didn't want to jail because of this person. You didn't, you know, just all this shit with your kids. You killing niggas over this shit, losing family, all, damn near dying, all that. Like, and it just, but yet you still keep finding your way back to that person just because, like, ain't that much love in the world, my baby. <laughs> ain't that much love in the world. What do they say? Love will get you killed. It really will. Love will get you killed. You can't think with your heart. You got to think with your mind. And that's the thing for me. When when the universe is showing me something or just like whether it's the Lord, if I'm asking for signs, you have to accept that shit for what it is. And I've dealt with people before that I know that I haven't, that I shouldn't have dealt with. And like it would just never, it would just always clash. Or you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. It, I, I would just be shown time and time again, like, I can't fuck with you. Nothing good comes from this. You don't give me good energy. You don't give me good vibes. So I don't care how much you like or think that you love a person. Anybody that that's just not good for your health, it's just not good for your spirit, how could you want to be around that person? No matter how good it feels, no how, no matter how good the sex is, no, how, no matter how crazy the orgasms is, like, if that person is not good for your spirit and in your presence, it's just like, it's clear as day. And I just don't understand why people don't, you know, roll with what they feel. Well, not with what they feel, but you know what I'm saying? Just, y'all know what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, that's, I think that's, let me see, do I have anything else to add? My dad was in a toxic relationship before I told y'all about that. And that's the thing, just like with the Michelle A story, how she was talking about, she had, she was brought up thinking that, like, when a man put his hands on you, she thought that the, that was love. My dad was in such a, to, a toxic a toxic marriage at one point in his life. Like, I thought that's what marriage was. When I tell y'all, they used to argue every fucking day. Like, and I'm not just talking about, like, petty arguments. I'm talking about scary, like, oh, shit, something go happen type argument. Um, 
they both had guns they but like it it was it was crazy okay really toxic and it it, it was it was low-key scary but i i was so used to it and i just thought like damn that's you know i thought that's just what marriage was and it was that was my dad's uh that was his third marriage and i couldn't really that's all I really had to base, you know, what I thought love was that I only had that as a representation for what I thought love was because I wasn't really paying attention to shit when my parents was married. My parents was married from the time that I was born until I was nine, but you know, I don't think I really took too much from that, but even still he cheated on my mom. So that was something that I saw and then which was really crazy to me he was taking me around the side bitch which turned it which turned she turned into his wife at some point but I'm just saying you was taking your kid around the side bitch taking her to her crib with her kid and you know what I'm saying like you gotta really be careful about the stuff that you expose your children to and the stuff that they see you know what I'm saying because this is they grow up and they come up with their own thoughts and their own um I can't think of the word I was thinking of whatever they they form their own thoughts on what love is based on what they see with you so they learn them toxic traits early on in life and they carry them over into adulthood and then that shit turns into mental illness and niggas be walking around grown as fuck like oh this is just the way I am because they never had nobody to talk to about the shit never unpacked all the crazy toxic shit that they learned in their life and then don't throw drugs and sex and physical emotional abuse into that shit that's a fucked up ass person so hopefully everybody has learned something from this today and if you are in a toxic relationship or you know are dealing with somebody with toxic traits you should exit immediately seriously and that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'm out.